welcome to the second episode of Monday Club Conversations. I'm Anne West, Secretary of the Monday Club. The theme of our conversations today is where we grew up. You will get to hear us chatting about our childhood memories of scrubbed doorsteps, the weekly shop and some very unusual cake ingredients in a parcel from America. We hope you enjoy our conversations and that they inspire you to remember and record your memories of past times. One of our um, topics was going to be living in the locality, like our history of the area. So we're all happy to have got that one today. It doesn't matter if you didn't grow up here. I know Ron grew up in a very interesting place called That's right down by the, the Butte 
street station that it just wasn't I, it? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, as he worked there for years until it was taken over and then, you know, he moved for the new company. On Saturday we were looking at the, um, the buildings, you know, because some of them are absolutely wonderful buildings in that area, mm -hmm. aren't they? But some of the buildings in that area, some of them are lost now forever. They were really lovely. Well, London Square, where they built an awful lot of those flats, all the ship's masters and, you know, the high-ups lived in there, really beautiful houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, they moved out and then the seamen come in and they were just quite boarding houses then. Yeah. But, I mean, architecturally, beautiful yeah. houses. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was because the seamen that it really got its name, was, was, isn't it, you know, yes. its reputation then yes. because of all the, the yeah. seamen coming yeah. in. I live in the sort of the, the quiet part between Clavens Road Bridge and, and the Canal Bridge, yeah. but they, you know, there was always somebody looking yeah. after you. Yeah, Last night's, and I think I've never been, um, I mean, people say about bathing now, you know, it's a bit rough on this or the other. But I've always said, I used to go to Slinger Road up in the rugby club. I'd never be a bit intimidated. The youngsters be up there with their pants upside on the side. And they say, all right, love, come on, they there, you know. And they were all yeah. nice and friendly. You never felt intimidated at all. So. I think it came from when, way back, my grandfather was one of the sinkers of the Cum Colliery. Um, didn't always go home to Kilvernet and that, and they'd sleep. I remember my grand saying, your grandfather would sleep in the fields, so there was all farming around here before yeah. the colliery opened, yeah. and he'd sleep in a hayrick. They were a rough crowd. But um, when the houses were built, and they were all built from the bricks at the bottom of this road, from the brickyard, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had the parish office at the top, that's where it's called Parish Road. Yeah, yeah. Um, and things settled down and we're all Nantites. I live in the woodlands but I'm still a Nantite, that close community where yeah, you yeah. remember with your folks and yeah. um, always looking after one another. Big yeah. families but close families. Yes. Always a clean friend, someone had to scrub the step in the morning, <laughs> polish the knock and I was usually oh my, my job <laughs> and whitewash the toilet. Oh yeah, but no close family. Yeah. Same with the, the same with us. Yeah. We had a, had yeah. a nice and if you had a brass uh, thing on your front, yeah. oh, that had to be shiny. Yeah. 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 And families seemed to live together. My mum with four brothers, one in London, and then the three brothers, number 30, 33 and 55. Mm. We were as one. Yeah. So well, on Saturday and Sunday. That's lovely, isn't that? Oh, yes. You don't get that now, do you? And they'd talk, they'd come in and they'd argue about sport and politics and our middle room. And, they all looked after the older generation oh, and the grannies. I mean, Claire always says to me now, you're going to laugh there, she says, don't you worry, Mum, when you get old, I look after you. I find the best care all my kids. <laughs> 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 she always says that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's like Beth Doris will say, around Sorry. food, around food, I was thinking, our house, Mum on the weekend would be saying, well, she knew what we were having every day. But mm. everything was homemade, yeah, from yeah, the cakes yes. to the rabbits we had, and we had ducks and chickens, and it was food. You went to the local shops and you bought the salt, 
by the block. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you bought your butter by right. the block. Yes. You go in and yeah. they cut your piece of butter with a wire, yeah. put it in the paper, and your cheese, yeah. your sugar, you yeah. buy yeah. in blue bags. Yeah. You buy right. your sugar yeah. in bags. And you never bought any biscuits. Bags. Oh, they brought all the biscuits. Like some of those, some of those, and you'd be thinking, please, ma'am, pick up three chocolate wellies. <laughs> Yeah. And we never, we never had a fridge anyway. No, we, we kept so ours. My mother had a pantry yeah. with a cold slab. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. And you kept well, all your stuff in there. And the milkman would come around every day with his tune, right. put the measure in, and lift the measure out. And you take your jug out, and he put it in the measure then, and mm. give you. You never had your and food. The no. And the bread. You know, it was always kept in the pantry. That's with, right, yeah. With a pony on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Come up with a pony and tramp and yeah. you would be in the back and you just put your scoop in and put your milk out. Who was the one who used to come round on a Friday always? You used to come round on a Friday afternoon. Remember, you had a horse yeah. and a cart in the I got a photo of my grandfather up on the square with yeah. that pony and, and yeah, Thomas was sleeping on the beaver, yeah. And you'd have oh. the... <laughs> The cockle woman would come around then once a week. She'd measure them in a pint glass. You wonder, mind, how it is when you think all winds and weathers and the heat of the sun and, and, and sitting there with these cockles when we all had food poisoning. You think about it. And the shunny onion man. Yeah. Always come up with all his onions hanging over his shoulders on the bike. Yeah. Yeah. All the way from France they yeah. used to come along. Yeah. Well, you're saying yeah. about that eggs and things. I used to when my grandparents lived in Lanchester St. Roads and they were they moved in um, their house when it was built, you know. And um, I used to stay down with my grandparents a lot, but I can remember it going down to bring tea when it was only sort of not not a road then, you know what I mean. But cars and things would go mm. down there, obviously, but it wasn't wide, mm. you know. And going right down the bottom, and there's a bungalow, an old bungalow there, and she used to sell eggs. Mm. And I said that my job when I was down there was to go down there and get eggs and bring them back. Mm. Well, Christmas time with us, my grandfather kept in allotments, and he had chickens, he had everything at the allotments, he did. And, uh, our front room was empty. Couldn't afford furniture in our front room. Couldn't. But uh, he'd kill his chickens and we'd have to sit in the front room. Little children we were, Bucket. with a tin bath, pluck the chickens. Used to do that out, out, out our back, as my father. We the chickens then in the but front in the room. And then my grandfather would dress them, he called them. He'd dress mm. them all up. And then we used to stand on the door and say, Chickens for sale for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd come and they'd come in and pick the chicken they wanted. Yeah. Mm. But 
Bob Frost, top of Mildred Street would kill a pig. And I don't know how the chitlins used to end up in our front room in an old grey timber. Oh, wow. And it was my job to turn them with a stick. And I don't know if you know what chitlins yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we had to turn those and keep washing and try to carry oh. the water. And then they'd use that to make sausages, these long, whatever they were in. Oh. Yeah. And my mother and my brother, they eat every bit of the pig. Pig, the only thing they didn't eat was the eyes. They oh, they did or the pig with the squeak. The squeak. <laughs> yes, they'd make brawn, wouldn't they? I yeah. can see the basins with the... Yeah, um, yeah. And and yeah, with the press. Yeah. yeah. With pig's yeah, trotter. My mother would mm. trotter my on the plate. That's what you did enough for today. Yeah. And you'd be, they'd be hardly any meat on it. Oh, my job on a Saturday was up to go to Cardiff Market for my father. There was a po I had to get Polish salami from the Polish salami store. I used to get chitlings. Oh, yeah. A pig's head. Yeah. And soft fish. Oh, and, uh, and I was young. And I used to go up on. Yeah. Yeah. My mother and I used to do soft fish, but <coughs> John and the, the, there were three boys. And um, they used to have for breakfast on Sunday morning. Oh. Oh, I love so. Never tried it. And my father used to do, and he'd have this old, really it's old. Is it Yes, but he was Irish. He, oh. he and he put it, and he'd have the potatoes with the skin on, cooking with the fish. And oh, it used to be beautiful. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and, oh I love it. And my mother used to make all the cakes, the Christmas cakes and everything, and we had the coal fryer with the little ovens either side, so the cakes couldn't all go in. So we used to have to carry them up to the bakehouse, which yeah, was quite a yeah. way away. Yeah. How we ever got our own cake back, I never got our own cake back, because the cakes would be lined all the way up yeah, along the yeah. thing. We had a bakehouse at top of Paris Road, yeah, and yeah, carrying our cakes yeah. and bread up. Yeah. Did you ever have them? your own cakes back? I thought oh. we did. We have say sixteen <laughs> basins, Christmas oh, puddings, yeah. fire in the old grate yeah. in that room, and an old boiler in the bathroom, a black bath, and we put light in a fire under it, and all these boiling away in the yeah, smell. Yeah, yeah. For everybody in the street. You were making a lovely rice pudding in your uh, Rayburn and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Friday. Oh, I you? always, yeah. yeah. But we never bought anything. No. Mm. Well, we used to, my father, oh. we, I got the last now, tap your shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. my dad, yeah. But I, unfortunately, used to wear my shoes out so often, my mother bought me clogs. <laughs> and I had to go to school with clogs on. Oh, and they were oh, all in the, in the playground, yeah. play there, running around. I could never run because yeah. I had clogs on. And I used to say, Come and race. Because I had clogs on. Where did we go? I can't see. But in the north of England, they all wore clogs. Well, I wore clogs up until I was about eight or nine. Some of the families in Tinan didn't have any shoes at all, and one family had one pair of Wellingtons, so one could go to school, out, I think they were 14, and in the winter they turned them up, and in the summer they turned them down. Yeah, no, that's yes. And people didn't have furniture. They had like orange boxes with a bit of paper over in Tinan. That's yeah. how poor people I, were. I can remember that um, there would be, like for a while, my auntie had new underwear for oh. some of the boys. 
And if someone had to go to the hospital, they'd borrow the end away to go to the hospital. Yeah. And this, yeah. you didn't think anything of it, did you? It's, you know, it's just mm. what you We did. used to pass it from America, the Red Cross, my mother's people <laughs> in America. Um, and we had a pair of bathers once. Well, everyone borrowed them. Yeah. I mean, well, it was like this, and then Sunday, I wasn't saying it was quite big, but she'd wear them in the brook in Tilland. Black water from the colliery, and we'd be kicking the sacks aside, the dogs in, and we'd bank the river, but I couldn't go in because this friend had my bathers that day. He <laughs> <laughs> never oh, thought anything of We used to go in the water oh. down by the sea lock. Um, and my mother hated me, but all the kids were there. We'd all be in the water, and when I think now, health and safety. Oh, yeah. yeah. We used to go up to Mountain and make cows in, in the ferns. Yeah. And I'd be living in this house, and they'd be living in there, and they'd be living there. And we'd, and we'd take bottles of water up, you know, the bottles, yeah. the spring yeah. tops. We'd take bottles of water up now, and my mother would make us jump. Jump sandwiches. Well, anyway, you'd go, oh, I've never seen Mrs. Jones today. Okay. And you'd go with your bottle of water and the sandwich. By the time you had the bottle back, you'd have all the sandwich in the... You'd yeah, drink yeah, yeah. And you'd have all the bread in yeah. the bottle of water. And then you'd go, kids. How do you feel it? Sweetest like health and safety. We, we did, didn't we? Um, well, I remember you were a lot of families that they didn't have any bed in. No. All they had was army great coats. Hard you times. Your bedrooms all coloured with blue colour. You dip it in the bucket and you yeah. paint your walls with it. Yeah. And if you leaned against the wall, you'd have it all oh, down yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And then you didn't have electric, oh, we didn't anyway. We had gas downstairs and candles upstairs. You had to carry your candle upstairs. And I remember my older sister going up, because my younger sister was dreadful. My older sister going up with a candle, and my younger sister dread jumped out on her. She nearly fell back down the stairs. She was petrified. And even today, now, she won't go up the stairs. She's quite afraid to go up the stairs, you but know. But didn't they tell us ghost stories? Yeah, yeah. 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 me, but we wouldn't walk from Ponty in the dark. Well, my grandmother was a spiritualist, a medium, oh. Oh, my was. and she'd march us. She was the matriarch of our, because we all, all, all in the same street, and uh, she was a matriarch. She was the district nurse, the layer out of people, she was everything. And if somebody died in the street, she'd go and lay them out, and she'd make us, all us children, go in, and we'd have to stand by the coffin, and we always had to say, Oh, Marianne, you look lovely oh. today. <laughs> she would make us do that. Every time somebody died, we'd all have to go in and comment on that, how nice the person was looking in the coffin. And um, she used to make us go to chapel, spiritual chapel. And I used to say to my mother, why do you want to go, Mom? Well, if you don't go, I had to go to Mrs. Bright's. She had a house opposite us and wooden benches. And she was, we used to have to go in there and we used to have to say, see the penny dropping, see it coming down. <laughs> but we weren't yeah. allowed ever. 
If my grandmother said anything, she'd come down every Saturday night and she'd give us castor oil, a bottle of castor oil every Saturday night without fail. And I remember when I was having Karen, I had a home birth with Karen, and the midwife said to me, you've got to take castor oil. <laughs> I'm not taking castor oil. <laughs> that was every Saturday night, tin bath with the fire, the meat cooking, and, yeah. and then my grandmother would walk in with a castor oil all in. <laughs> and she'd stand there and we'd have to drink it. Didn't you have it in school? We had it every day in school. school. Not castor oil. No, yeah. Castor um, oil and orange juice we had. Well, my mum used to have to drink the cabbage water every Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 I had to take it in turn. Uh, well, yeah. I, I was meant to drink it, but I think she hated it so much. She used to take pity on me. I took it from the stick. Why didn't you just make the gravy with it? So yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. 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 I remember there was a child missing in Mildred Street. They one of a large family, and I remember the dad coming down and fetching my father and saying, Phil, I don't know where he's gone this time. And they were all out for hours and hours. And they came back, and I remember Mum saying, Everything all right? He said, You know what he had done? He had so many kids, <coughs> he bathed that boy with his own and put him to bed because he was always back and forth. He wasn't missing, he'd gone to bed with his own children. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's 18, 19 yeah. in the family. Just an extra 12, one. 14, yeah. yeah. Big families. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But then the sewage coming through, I think you read out, didn't you, yeah. what I wrote? Yeah. Um, I wish Typhoid and polio, um, when you yeah. think that's the other side. Yeah. Yeah. My grandparents, but they lived in Landrissand, um, and it was their 50th wedding anniversary, and it was in the newspaper that they went to work at, at 13, both of them. And um, I never knew this. She had 13 children. Now, there was only seven that I can, seven lived then, you know, but she had 13. Yeah, you know, well, it wasn't I never unfortunately. Knew that. It wasn't that unusual. No, 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 no. It wasn't. No, yeah, no. The children didn't survive. And he didn't, they got married in 1916, and it was in the middle of the First World War, obviously, but he had to, he was working in the colliery, so he had to have a, a band around his arm mm. to say that he was in, you know, he need, was needed here rather than going to fight in France and Flanders yeah. and things like that. Like his job was important yeah, and yeah. Um, this and the other. But it was interesting to read yeah, it. I haven't yeah. read it for a long, long time. I think I think it was more the experience of many years ago that the boys were put before the girls oh, and the girls were considered the ones who would help around the house. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a cousin who didn't go to school that much because um, her mum was unwell a lot of the time mm. and um, she would stay home and, and the 
the school accept me and couldn't do that now, could you? No. no. But my mother-in-law, she had to have two days off from school to help her mother with the ironing. The older sister, who went to grammar school, got away with it scot-free, you know, because my yeah. mother-in-law wasn't, you know, didn't go to grammar school. She was, she was a skivvy. Yeah. No, my mother, I remember the, um, having to stay home from school to go up cleaning houses with my mother mm -hmm. because my father hadn't worked from the front. I was six when my father came out to work with an accident and uh, that was the only was way it, yeah. we, yeah. you know, yeah. we could live. Yeah. There was, yeah. at that time, there was five children. Um, so my mother took in washing from everywhere. She did clean houses in the streets and for cafes mm -hmm. and, and, <laughs> and everything. So, you know, yeah, I was kept home from school for, not yeah. every day, but yeah. at least a couple of times, perhaps three or four times a month. Yeah. And her ironing was absolutely beautiful. She'd have, because um, they only had a little cottage and the the iron was in the like socket. Yeah. So she'd have a piece of paper on the floor and then she'd have the sheet, you had a table, yeah. then iron, and they would drop down like a concertina. Yeah. And you got it you didn't want to go to bed because the sheets were yeah. so flat and yeah. and the old boiler and you should have a washing machine. Do you remember that, the flat irons you used to have to warm on yeah. the fire? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've scorched my jumpers on many occasions mm -hmm. when we were younger, you know. VJ Day in Tenant, Mildred Street in particular, all the flags right across the street. And my dad took our front window out so we could put, take the piano. And my mum could play, and I could play. actually took the window out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was odd. Yeah. Yeah. And buses would come from, well, I don't know, from where, all down the street. and. Some of the flags would get too low, so they'd stop the buses because they were knocking the flags down. But oh, close community. Mm. Mm. Well, I don't remember the end of the war because I was only two. But the thing that sticks out in my memory is when King George VI died, mm. the heralds come down from London mm. and yeah. making the formal announcement yeah. that the king is dead, God save the queen. Yeah. And because we were only kids, how old was I? I was about nine. No. We thought, oh, what's this going on? You know? mm. Yeah, I can remember the head was coming down. <laughs> now I said we'd have parcels from America, my mother's people over mm. there. And one day, whenever the parcels came, we never opened them indoors. We used to open them outside on the step. So that every, oh, Mrs. Reese had a parcel. And we never thought it odd. And I remember this one day, and it was full of American Army uniforms. Said then. <laughs> so you had people like Mr. Coaches and all going to the club that night, and my father, oh, <laughs> 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 But we never thought, we thought, no, no, there you are, you've got a suit to wear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you think about mental, I don't know. But one of the best stories was that my mother's friend, I'm not saying names, you know, but down the road, and she used to have parcels from America, but they used to send her like the flower spices all in different tins, and and she'd come up and she'd have made this Mary, and it was beautiful. This one year, she didn't come up, and I said, wonder why so-and-so didn't come up. Well, later on, she did, and she was all right, and 
Yeah, but she said to me, you know the cake, I know. Oh, it's all right, Mum said, I, I made my own. No, she said, Uncle Tom in America had died and they'd sent a <laughs> And they put them in the tin, of course, and there was spices. <laughs> and she, she baked the cake. <laughs> and, well, I didn't, she, I didn't bring any up. <laughs> she had the letter, what do you do with Uncle Tom? Oh, <laughs> You couldn't go onto the common there no. because the Americans who had the yeah. um, barriers the there. there. Yeah. Yeah. And Brian Clark used to tell us wonderful stories. Brian was a wonderful storyteller. Oh, but he would never do it in public. It would no. be like a one-to-one, -one, or no. a couple of us. He would, you know, and um, he said, oh, they would camp down on the ash path. Mm. So my husband and I took our metal detector well, oh, you know, <laughs> scoured, yeah. never found a no. peep. Well, my husband said they must have been the tidiest soldiers in the US Army because they didn't leave a, a penny, you know, there was nothing there. So whether we were in the right, I mean, it was just a thought we'd for, but he reckoned he found a helmet there, but we, we couldn't find anything. So uh, I'm not going to go looking now, but. Um, we found, well, we didn't find it, but sword, you know, the old armor flag. Cassette right, yeah. I remember the pub, and well, the old lady was selling up, and I bought the stone uh, yeah. like a jug. Yeah. And um, I said, What are you doing? Oh, I can't think of her name for a minute. And there were two swords, and she found those. She said, <coughs> On the field opposite, is it? No, no in no. the river. In the river. No, by the church. Phyllis got there now. Yeah. But the field opposite, the field opposite where the kissing gate is, oh. now there's a little embankment, and that's. We met a detective there and we found lots of different coins, silver threepenny bits, you know, so, because I mean that was 15th century, so if you can think of people mm. sitting there, you know, getting well, the where these swords had come from, from, from there, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember as children, because we used to sit and roll down the tank, yeah. and we used to carry pennies, years to come, they said, yeah, that's yeah. strange you're saying that now. There was the one place, you know, because you've got to be careful when you met a detective that you're not going on yeah. anybody's, you know, uh, private land, but mm. that was a public Where can you take a child for a walk now through a meadow? Oh, well, so the moment, it's, um, behind you. At the moment. At the moment. At the moment. Yeah. But we knew the times of year by what we picked. You know, the mushrooms the end of July and August, mm. September was blackberries, mm. and the nuts, so I... My year was what we were picking yeah. and walk to the top of the garth and get the apples and the watercress from the Cumcollery. Yeah, watercress and I can never get from Eglison and yeah, we'd get it from the streams. Where can we do that yeah. now? Yeah. We used to have games. Did you used to have certain games at different time of the year? Oh yes. Skipping and the tops yeah. and oh, that's right. Games, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you always had posh ones with marbles, copper marbles, and you know. Oh, don't talk about tennis. Yeah, yeah. I used to get, I used to get terrible treble marbles. I used to come home from school for my lunch. This is in junior school, and my mother would be coming looking for me, and we'd be playing marbles in the railway lines between, you know, between the railway lines, and my knuckles used to be black. I couldn't get them clean. I love looking at marbles. I mean, you know, I've got to them in the house, but they are pretty. But what I meant is the marble for the for the for Scotch 
practically illiterate because she'd be the oldest girl. She had to come home lunchtime and watch one of that piece and all kids behind her, you know. And she was saying that with the, the, the boys, there was like four boys and four girls, that for, for meal times the boys would have and the father would have meat and they'd have the uh, Yorkshire pudding with the gravy on all the girls. Because that and it was just accepted, you know, they didn't yeah. didn't anything of it. The boys were earning. Yeah. Yes, you know, they were yeah. in, so they had the best meals. Yeah. yeah. You know the street, um, you've got St David's Hotel, and you've got the little uh, reserve there, the nature reserve, and you've got the street that faces. Yeah. I mean, mm. I bet that was a posh area. Yeah. Uh, probably, you know, captains or something. Ca captains' houses, you know, yeah. sort of on one side. Well, down the Esplanade, you mean? Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Beautiful Georgian houses yeah. looking over, yeah. yeah. I mean, probably the Broadway was something, well, yes. you know, because it looks a blooming mess mm -hmm. now. Isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's to let, to let, to let, to let. Yeah. Ponty should be just a, a pretty little market town on the yeah. edge of Vines. It's got a, it's got a history, mm, but yeah. it's all been lost. Mm. Well, Pontypridd, uh, at one time, it was a really attractive town. Oh, I mean, yeah. if you look above street level yeah. as you go down yeah. Taft yeah. Street, the, some of the buildings yeah. are lovely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so the cooperative arcade. Oh yes, you yes. saying yeah. the yeah. ironwork inside yeah. there. Yeah. I knew the chap. Lovely. Uh, the company that took all that yeah. down. And he sold it to a London company for yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. 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 And what he found yeah. up in the attic and that. Yeah. We used to go in um, after the cinema. We used to go into the new inn and have half a shandy, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, I remember going there. I mean, we'd left school, so we, I think we were we eighteen. I can't quite remember. But our, our ex headmaster was there, and he told us to get out. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be in here because he knew how old we were, so we we left. <laughs> and they had League of Pity dances there. In, uh, I don't, I don't know what League of Pity. I don't remember what they were, but I can remember League. Anybody know what League of Pity dances? No, I, I don't know. I think I don't think they actually went to one because they could, probably couldn't afford one. Couldn't yeah. afford the dress. Our first house was a terrace house in Porth, and uh, we were so naive. But I mean, you know, it was this beautiful bathroom at the end, behind the kitchen, and I think that's what swayed me. Three bedrooms, and um, anyway, we had the key just before Christmas, and of course in those days, knocked the electric off, so we went and had torches, you know, and it had this lovely um, red brick um, floor, what they call quarry tiles, oh, yeah. quarry tiles, and um, we knew that because she just had this square carpet in the centre, and um, so. We're there now without torch. I said, why have she left that bit of lino underneath there? So the following day we went up, we went to pick the lino up and of course it was all coming up in pieces. It was soaking wet. The floor was just set on earth. Right? So anyway, that, that's one story. But there was this huge grate now and of course we couldn't afford to do anything at the time. So we had to put sort of two bricks either side to put coal to light the fire because I mean it was so big it'd take underweight coal to light it. As time went on now we decided we'd have this taken out and we'd have a nice grate put in which we did with Pontefield Builders eh? and we'd have glass doors put between the two rooms. So anyway, there was a carpenter up the, up the street, so we said to him, would you come and do the doors, right? Yes. 
and would you be able to take the grate out? Yes, he said. So, um, and there was this huge grate, mahogany, you know, side, mm. massive, tall. Mm. So I said, well, how much will you charge me for taking the grate out? Well, if you let me have the wood, he said, I wouldn't charge you anything. I said, well, he must have so, so naive, but that wood was so thick, mahogany, old, you know. So, of course, he obviously sold it. Yeah, but, um, and he probably took it out in one. Uh, that was recycling before we thought of recycling. Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the lady who keeps the tea bags, isn't it? She keeps them strung up across the kitchen. <laughs> as long as you send them all, when they the ones from week before last. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the tea, tea bags I thought like my father blamed me now for his, his beans this year because um, read in the paper that they're mm. plastic in them so yeah, they're not yeah, buying they yeah. yeah. no. so um, no, they sealed the type of yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, yeah. my dad would say oh, <laughs> what's in these tea bags is what they've swept up on oh, the floor yeah. all the rubbish <laughs> <laughs> well they must have very clean those by well, we mentioned about tea, didn't we? Somebody yeah. had tea. But during, before the war, um, I was in, in the junior school, because um, I was 10 when war started, so that goes about, in, it was about 1936, 7, 8 maybe. And I was in school, and the, head, the teacher there, uh, the one class, and she had a lot of arthritis, terrible arthritis, and she, she was a miss because they were all single women in those days, no married women came into the teaching profession. So anyway, um, she called me out, she said, come here Dorothy, I said, all right. Because she was sitting by a big fire, because she had this terrible arthritis and she tried to get warm. And she called me out and she said, you live in Alfred Street, don't you? Yes, I said. Well, she said, you know the, you know the shop at the top? Yes, I said. So she said, well, you go over to the shop and get me two pounds of sugar. This was pre-war we're talking about, when you mentioned tea, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I went over and I got the bag of sugar. It was not in, they had to tip the bag in, mm -hmm. tip the sugar into a bag. And I brought it over. And what did Miss Williams do? She threw it onto the fire. On the fire. Oh. To get this, to, yeah. to burn, because it had yeah. it gone low, and wow. to burn it. So that was an experience. Oh, of wow. when, when you think of cups of tea, my father mm. used to have a sweet, and he would undo the sweet if he had one, because we didn't have many sweets during the war, mm. and he put it in his tea to oh, make sure wow. he had a little yeah. bit of sugar yeah. in it. Yeah. But that's, that's the yeah. bit about wow. uh, yeah. what it was like wow. before the war, and what it was like during the war. Yeah. Yeah. One ounce or two ounces, of, two ounces of sugar, yeah. I think it was. Rationing went on a long time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. into the fifties. Oh. Well, into yeah. the fifties. Oh, yes. I used to go to, with my mother to Canton. Yeah. Used to be opposite <coughs> Cox in Canton. The ration. That's right. Mm. Ration up there. Yes. Mm. And I was, you know, I was. I must have been about nearly four, four or five. Yeah. They said we go to the Chico by Victoria Park because my mother had a terrible sweet tooth. As <laughs> soon as the sweets came off rationing, my God, we would <laughs> be like for Victoria Park. Only sweet shop that was available then. <laughs> At this point, I would like to thank all Monty Club supporters, all those who took part today, and especially to you for listening. We hope you will join us for our next episode in which we will be talking about health.